say this is really weird but mm-hmm. do you ever do you like enjoy when you're chewing gum and then you also like chew something crunchy like chips oh or god no like the chips kind of get stuck in like you don't like that no, that's disgusting i kind of enjoy that feeling i kind of like it like when you eat like a cheese it or something and you have like that crunch Ooh. and then it mixes in with the gum I mean, I it's like a crunchy slime but like why are you eating cheeses while you still yeah it's like mouth? it's because because i have nowhere to put my gum i've been religiously chewing gum like i literally before i go into <laughs> class before i go into work before my workout i am always chewing gum it's like i can't stop but if i go and eat another food i'm spitting my gum out for sure i think that's smart i, I think gum is just i like think it's logical <laughs> Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. I feel like it's good to like help with it's just something to do. You know? Chew gum? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I agree. Like it's a hobby. I, th- it kind of is though. Like <laughs> that was a that was a way that I like kinda quit smoking was just chewing gum. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's always you're always occupied by it and it's something that you're that's doing. What, that's what I was thinking. Or like chewing yeah. on a pen, it's like, like it's might, might as well chew on something edible. What would happen ooh question, I thought about this earlier today real quick. What if you gave a dog gum? <laughs> probably just swallow it i think do you think they would like know what to do with it there's no way <laughs> they're like they just they're like hmm, let me just keep doing this <laughs> big old glob of hubble bubble oh bro Jesus. yeah would you wait okay this might sound weird do you remember like the people would say that you could eat the wrapper of stride gum so no, my don't. brother told me, I think he was fucking with me. My brother told me this. <laughs> yeah, you can just eat the whole wrapper stride gum. It's edible. So I would take a, a whole piece of gum and put it with the wrapper in my mouth and I would chew it. And you literally could. It was totally like nothing happened to me. At least I don't think so. And But then now I kind of realized like I think he was just doing that to get me to eat, pl- to eat paper. And like you could probably do it with any gum, but it's definitely not meant to be eaten. <laughs> Was it like flavored at all? No, or? not at all. <laughs> he I was really just like, "Hey, eat the wrapper." <laughs> but five gum, five gum in uh, commercials are intense. Have you seen the commercials? Mm-hmm. Are beautiful. They're done. They so are well. beautiful. Yeah. They're so They're cool. But like, legit. also, yeah. it's gum. <laughs> Get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what other brands had really kind of like out of this world commercials? The the Orbit ones that that British lady who'd be like on a beach. And she'd be like, Orbit, the, she'd be like on, she'd be in fucking the most random places. And she'd have that British accent and be like, Orbit gum. I thought she would be like, Whatever that's the power of Orbit. Said. Was she like British? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she was like she Swedish was British or, or something. Swedish, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the Old Spice commercials? Those are great commercials too. Dude, I could go on and on about Always. commercials. I love commercials. Love that man. Yeah. Love that he's man. He's goat. Terry Crews was on a couple did times. Did you ever do that thing? Did you ever do that thing with the gum like the spicy red gum oh, where you would lick it that. and stick it on your forehead no i've never heard it that's like a trend it's called no it was like a thing like i it was I, it's like red <laughs> i think it's called like red gum or something but it's like the i don't know it's like red and like this like the pepper or the, the cinnamon yeah i know the spicy, gum whatever yeah you like lick the wrapper stick it on your forehead and it like starts to burn your forehead and turns your forehead red that's kind of concerning do i don't know that was just like a, I, I don't know was, jesse don't why know. did i why did i eat the wrapper <laughs> you that's do stupid shit all right, everybody. Well, welcome back to the JSI podcast. This is episode 10. We're recording this on April 6th, 
We've got a special guest today in the house, Peter, good friend of mine that I met SCAD, gone traveling together, a lot of, lot of good experiences. Peter, do you want to introduce yourself for the pod? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I'm Peter. Um, I do go to SCAD. I'm a sound design major. I'm from Missouri. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. I know Jesse. We'll get more out <laughs> of you. <laughs> um, I mean, that's 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 like the, the base knowledge people mm-hmm, need to know mm-hmm. about me right now. Um, you'll learn about a lot about me in the next however long this takes. But yeah. Great. Yeah. Tell Well, tell us what you kind of been working on. Like, what's what's the, what's a project? And then we could get into this weird story about how you two met. <laughs> I mean, okay, so a project that I'm working on that I have to work on right now for one of my classes, pretty cool. Um, we have to, like, basically just create a scene, um, but only use sound. It's for my sound class. So it's just, like, we can only... I don't, for, like, an example that my professor gave is, like, um, a bank robbery. Like, Ooh. think of all the sounds that go into, like, when a bank robbery happens in a movie. Like, you start off in a car, you hear people in a car talking explaining what they're doing then you hear the sound of the door opening then you hear them outside you hear the outside sounds then you hear them rushing and breaking into the the bank and then you hear all this other like maybe a gunshot screaming whatever nice. um but we have to do all that without visuals so um, you don't you don't submit any video do. at all it's just you're submitting an nope. audio file yeah that's why that's i actually, cool, actually. This mic because i have to go out. he wants us to like go out and actually record most of the sounds ourselves ah. too so that's why i had to get a microphone or a recorder that would record mm. that so it's cool i like that it's a nice yeah. project super yeah. interesting actually yeah. it's be interesting yeah are you a junior cool. right now yeah. we'll see what goes yes yeah <laughs> unfortunate unfortunately well, are you are you kind of ready to be done with college already or are you ready are yeah. you still loving you know what's going on i i do i i love scat a lot but i did transfer i'm also transferred oh, okay That's how i got to know jesse in the first place um i went to community college for two in years missouri. i i've been yeah in, in missouri and st louis flow valley awesome place um i got my associates in photography but then like i switched my major twice since then so but even before that my my credits just were not did not go through as they should i came in as like a end of the end of life yeah. freshman i was so. a transfer too but it's not up, easy I'm, the the credit transfer no, is so frustrating. frustrating there's no universal like <laughs> yeah like term that there terminology that goes along with how you're supposed to transfer as a student yeah it's frustrating it was just yeah that was just the most frustrating part um but i'm really glad to be here at scad i'm back, glad to be back in savannah beautiful place so you are people. uh one of the people that's like i'm ready to be done with college because i've i've realized like there's two people in college there's people that want to live in college forever and people are like all right let's get out here and go to the real world start my life yeah yeah i'm definitely ready to be done with school but as far as going into the real world yeah oh yeah there's a there's a transition process but i mean also you're in a great town like i'm sure you you're fine with living in savannah but but oh, yeah. I feel like yeah. you're also like in the real world a lot more than a lot of other people are because you're working. How much are you working right now? Ex- exactly. I that's I think that's why I'm kind of like in this weird position. I work I work like 30 to 35 hours a week and then I have what 18 hours of, or 16 hours of classes every week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do work it's a lot. It's, a, it's hard to a bit. manage that workload yeah. for sure. Wait, what do you what do you do? for yeah. work? But I enjoy it. I'm a barista. Okay. Um but I work at, I'm at like a barista at like a restaurant. It's not like a coffee shop. It's a restaurant with a coffee bar. Nice. Um, but yeah, so it's not like a. It's one of the coolest yeah, spots. Kind of a trendy place. Savannah, though, so. <laughs> it's a trendy place for it, sure. It is. 
Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it's it's definitely like the number one brunch place in Savannah, and I'm not just making that up. You, if you look up brunch in Savannah, I guarantee the first restaurant that'll come mm. up is Collins Quarter. Nice, that's beautiful that's cool. place. But it's it's good to familiarize with that that uh, heavy workload so that you you can manage it. Like I know I'm kind of the same way. Like, but you feel like because you can take on more things. Like once think about like once you're done with school you have so much more free time then with like and once you're done with like your barista position and you find another job like you're gonna know how to spend your time because you're used to managing so much of it like i'm i'm also working like 30 hours a week like i'm 30 hours this week and i'm in six classes and like there's so much that goes into like you know going from one place to the other and then having time to do like meals in between and like still going to bed and like you know talking to people having personal life going to the gym whatever it is yeah yeah, no, it's it's a lot, but it's it's good. I need money. Totally. I need money to spend. I spend a lot of money. Alrighty, so Peter, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we met last year, right? Uh, so me and Peter were both transfer students at yeah. SCAD, and a lot of the transfer students are not like segregated, but they're they're pushed to a different like area of the housing. So we were both on fourth floor dance at the Hive, beautiful place. Mainly like freshmen and sophomores in the area, though. And since we're transfer students, you know, everybody there had some like college experience prior to that. But we're on like the very top floor of our building. And everybody on that floor was also a transfer student. And there was a few people on our floor who would they do like give candy to everybody and like ask them to come to like a meeting. So then everybody could just kind of like get to know each other. And do you want to take it from here, Peter? Because it kind of gets a little blurry for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was okay. it was Camille and Jules. Um, very, Jules is a very outgoing person. But I yeah, they were just kind of like, we have like a, a, like a communal room on that floor too. We, it was the study room. It was called the study room. That's what we called it. It was just like a place where everyone could go at any point and just kind of work on their shit. Um, but... I just remember I they were like, oh, yeah, we're all going to meet down there and at whatever time. And so I walk into the study room and there's Jesse, Chase and Gage, which are both of Jesse's roommates. And I was like, who are these weirdos? <laughs> like, like, if you knew if you knew what Chase Chase is like a very unique looking person, like he has long, like black hair, like probably is wearing a Godzilla T-shirt, <laughs> like and then and then Gage is like this like skinny just like little white boy from Louisiana like very sweet really quiet and just like I walk they were the first ones there I'm like of course these are the guys that are here like right on time like whatever um yeah then like everyone ended up coming in and uh we just kind of all went around in a circle introduced ourselves said where we're from said like what our astrological signs were and stuff now jesse was from chicago the only person from besides chuck but i mean it was crazy chuck that like i knew exactly <laughs> where chuck was from and i knew somebody yeah. who went to high school with chuck where was yeah. chuck from um, he was from highland park oh okay nice mm-hmm. but but yeah and so we, we all went around um and whatever and that was that was kind of it we started like a snapchat group with everyone in it and I started to see, like, and then, like, we all kind of hung out. Jesse didn't really join us, like, when we all, like, hung out as a group. He kind of did his own thing, whatever. And then he, I, like, was seeing on his story, he'd be out at, like, 2, 3 a.m. I just, like, remember post a seeing that, of, like, too. <laughs> yeah, like, by himself, like, downtown Savannah, like, 2, 3 a.m. And then at one night, he posted this picture of this, like, really cool. There were these cool lights up by, I guess it was by a restaurant. And I was like, hey, like, that's really awesome. Like, where are you? 
what are you doing this late at night? Like, are you with anyone? He's like, no. And I was like, Jesse's okay, that's wolf, pretty crazy. Sure. <laughs> Literally. And I remember telling my friend Danny, I was like, this kid is so weird. I was like, I, was like, right. I, I, I told her, I was like, I am going to be friends with this guy by the end of the year. Like, he seems cool. Like, he doesn't talk. But like, I, I'll, I'm telling you now, I'm going to be friends with this guy. He doesn't talk. Um, so then we ended up going. Then one night he was like, yeah, you can come with me. So we went on a bike ride, like um, super late, whatever. And he took me there and I was like, cool. And I was like, well, I'm, I want, really want to take pictures of someone here. Um someone's gonna have to like we're gonna have to have someone come with us and i was like if no one's gonna come you're gonna have to model and like take pictures for me and he was like oh okay so then like the next week we went back no of course no one's gonna come with us like 2 3 a.m <laughs> um and we planned it and i was like i mean we're, we're going on a bike ride at like 2 3 a.m i'm like okay like he's gonna show up in like a t-shirt and shorts but he comes on with like a suit jacket <laughs> wait a minute a button-down shirt <laughs> is this your linkedin profile picture is this I'm from that sure photo shoot? it is this is his link it is his oh LinkedIn profile nice yeah. those are great pictures yeah um yeah and i was like i was like what the f like why is this guy dressing up for this it's crazy <laughs> um but then it just kind of became our thing like we started going like We'd go out 2, 3 a.m. and just would bike around. We got other people to join us on our floor. Um, and that was kind of it, I feel like. I feel like we'd, like, just kind of, we went to, we'd, like, go to lunch together and stuff. Like, it was just kind of, like, we kind of just got along. That's nice. Yeah. That's a vibe, um, for sure. Had a different, like, look on the college life than everyone else, I guess. I don't know. I like it. Um, but it, it's been well. I mean, yeah, at this point. And he also was the first one, like, I, I don't know if you actually, like, planned for all of us to actually come, but he'd, like, offered. He was like, oh, you guys should come to Chicago um, in December. This was, like, after, like, two months of knowing him. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't know if he expected, like, five of us to actually come, but, and I was, I remember I kept saying something about it. I kept badgering you because me and Danny were like, oh, we want to go, but he's not saying anything, but we don't, like, force him to let us come. But then eventually he was like, oh, yeah, come this weekend. So we bought plane tickets. We all ended up going. Wait. Was this um, when? Wait, was this when you uh, took them to Sealax, Jesse? No, oh, no, this was this was this past winter. Oh, uh, oh no, I remember like when, you guys, yeah, when you guys that. went. Okay, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. did you guys go downtown at all? Or were you in the suburbs? Well, okay, so that was a whole thing because Jesse, <laughs> Jesse was definitely misleading. Time, Jesse's like. <laughs> He's very much like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm from Chicago. Like, awesome. I was like, oh, sweet. I was like, well, and he was telling me how he, like, didn't have a car to, like, be able to drive. He had a two-seater yeah. BMW, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, well, I could drive because I only live, like, four and a half hours away. I was like, I can oh. drive, and then I can just drive us wherever we need to go. So have you ever and then, been to Chicago oh, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> I, I've been to Chicago, yeah, like, once okay. or twice, but it wasn't for yeah. long. Like, I didn't – it was, like, a day trip, like, with my high school or whatever, but – so yeah, then I drive there and I like I pass the city. I'm like, okay, like how far are we now? Let, let's see how much longer. It's like a 40 minute drive outside the city, and then also, so, oh God. So then, okay, so so that was fine. Like it was fine. Like I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm cool with driving. The only thing was that we had, there were six of us total, but I had a five seater car. So like the four girls just smash in the back. And Jesse, being the great host, he was like, yeah, you guys could sit back there. I'll sit in the front, and like that you guys could smash. But um. So, like, the four girls that were there all smashed in the back. So, we drove every day, and Jesse's mom was like, oh, we have an iPass. We'll, like, stick that on your car so you don't have to pay for the tolls yeah. and whatever. Um, so, yeah, it was a great trip. Overall, wonderful trip. I broke my nose. Whoa. <laughs> I, that's a, I guess that's a – I'm surprised I didn't meet you, Jason. I don't know if you just, like, weren't there, but I feel like it was I should December have met you at of, some point, but I didn't. It was December of 2019 then? 2019. I was yeah. at school, yeah. for sure. 
I was I was taking a winter class. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, we got off early. We were off. Yeah, because we you guys there, are like, quarterly. Yeah, you're December. on a way different schedule mm-hmm. than I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so anyways, before I can, t- uh, yeah, I broke my nose basically. Jesse took us to Sky Zone like the night before we were supposed <laughs> to all Sky leave. Zone. And it was him, Richard, and Nate were all there with us too, and it was all of us. <clears throat> and like Jesse and Nate were like, "Oh, everyone's gonna do a backflip before we leave. Like everyone's gonna try and do it." And I was like, I can't do that shit. But then, so there's one minute left of our time jumping and Nate is, starts recording and he's like, guys, we have one minute left. Do something crazy. So he has the camera on me and I, there's a video. I, I, Jesse could probably send you this video of me trying to do a backflip. I land straight on my face and Nate's like, oh my God, is your neck broken? And then my nose just starts bleeding out like on the trampoline. Like I'm like bleeding gushing. down my face. I'm like, and Nate was like, you're bleeding. And I started sprint. So I sprint through skies on like with a bloody nose. I go to the bathroom. I look in the mirror, my nose is like on the side of my face. And then Richard walks in, Richard goes, dude, that's broken. He was like, do you just want me to like snap it back in place for you? And I was like, uh, I think I'm oh, yeah. good. Okay, I think good. I'm good. Um, it like didn't hurt or anything, but it was just like it bleeding out hurt? like crazy. Like the worker was, what? It didn't hurt. No, it didn't hurt. I, well, cause I was like, oh, I'm probably in oh, shock. Okay, yeah. Like I, I'm probably just like, I'm probably just like freaking out. Like I have adrenaline going through me. And like the the Sky Zone guys, like he was like, yeah, that's definitely broken. Do you want us to call you an ambulance? I was like, no. I was like, someone can drive me to the to the ER. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. But I'm still like bleeding. <laughs> and he goes, oh well, before you leave, you have to fill out this three page like incident <laughs> and you're report like in before pain, I can let you go. And I was like, bleeding. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Jesus. So we go to the ER. I'm like supposed to drive home the next morning, and I've like all six of us are at the ER, just like waiting in there, like nine like i don't know his mom was like supposed to be getting dinner ready for us and we're like at the er (laughs) um and then so they do x-rays whatever i'm in the the whatever room i'm in with the doctor and like they're coming in two by two to like visit me and then nate and jesse are in there they're the last two to come in and they're like we should like take a cast of your face now so then once you get your nose fixed we can see how bad your nose was broken and as they're in there the the my nurse or whatever walks in she goes great news your nose isn't broken and I was like, then why is my nose crooked, uh, crooked? Yeah. Like, if you look at my nose now, you could see how it's, like, shoved over, like, slightly. Like, it's it's crooked. My nose is <laughs> Still definitely crooked. From the like, it's, it's pushed over. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like that before. <laughs> Damn, and never go visit Jesse. They said that's that it was for sure. Just, <laughs> anyone listening. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They, they were like, oh, it was just the swelling. But anyways. Well, okay. So, then on, so that happened. That was it. My nose wasn't broken. It was fine. So then I came back home. I'm back at school in, like, January. I get a text from my dad. And it's this, it's this bill from the state of Illinois that every single toll I passed did not go under the iPass. Oh. So I had like a $400 fine from the state of no. Illinois. And it was like, if you don't pay this by whatever, your name will be like out, like whatever. Like, and I was like, Jesse, like what's going on? Why do I, like why does every, every toll not go Jesse, through? you're the worst host. <laughs> um but his mom his mom works some magic and got it to go away but i was gonna say did you guys not have it out on the dash when you're driving through tolls or something i it was yeah just i think that my mom may have or because first off he was driving prior to having the ipass in his car because he's you know coming up and then later on my mom had to register it on like the ipass system on the internet so maybe it just didn't go through in time i don't know what happened but we're able to get resolved what but it blows me away how much you guys trust me because i i kind of knew you peter but like nicole alex danny They're, they Heidi, just straight up signed up for this they flew there really not knowing anything know. no See, I that's crazy the woods 
We got lost in the woods for a little bit. It was getting dark out. They're getting worried. I'm like, we're fine. But that we'll that means out. that they probably just trusted Peter, or like whoever, like whoever it was, because <laughs> like I think Jesse, if you told me like, hey, we're going to Peter's in St. Louis, or like someone else that like you know that I I'd, mm-hmm. I'd have no idea there. I think I would trust you, and I'd be like, this is probably gonna be a good time. I'll go. Yeah. But yeah. then again, also these girls had no idea what they were signing up for and they ended up in the suburbs in Lake Zurich, <laughs> Illinois, those poor girls. Because <laughs> 40 minutes but from also, Chicago is not far. Like, we can get downtown super fast, but yeah. you're sure as hell oh, not, no, not in bad. Chicago at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, and we went um, But then we went to the zoo. We went to go see, like, the Lincoln Park lights oh, at the zoo. Oh, my God. And we're going from, I think, University of Chicago because Danny wanted to see it because it looked like, like the Hogwarts library. So oh, we're yeah. down there for a little bit. Oh, bro, don't even get And then so we're already in the city. And so we're just driving from one part of the city to the other part, from uh, University of Chicago to the Lincoln Park Zoo. And it took us, I think, two and a half hours because we were just stuck in gridlock traffic in front of the zoo because it was so packed. It was insane. In December? This was in first week of December. Yeah, it was like the first week of December, yeah. That's a little sus. It was awful. (laughs) I don't get why the people are going to the zoo in December. (laughs) yeah yeah no but uh, it was yeah i think overall definitely a good trip just because any trip around somewhere that you're not usually around like a new environment is fun regardless yeah no it was awesome and like to travel and like be around people yeah like good friends i mean we were all like at that point we were pretty good friends i would think so and that just made us even closer like when we came back totally i mean we got to do something with everyone like like outside of school which was nice mm-hmm. and the very following year which was the december of 2020 just about five months ago exactly. we're like we gotta do something now and so uh me and peter flew down to miami and we stayed with some of the girls who came to visit us in chicago so that was nice too but also one of them that didn't that's that's another thing it's like we stayed with i was talking to gabby about this the other day this girl Gabby that we stayed with, I mean, I wasn't even really close to her when we were at SCAD, mm-hmm. but she offered to let us stay with her. And now I would say like, we're like, we're really tight. Like we're really close. We're really good friends. And she said the same thing. She was like, she was like, when <laughs> she was like, when you said that Jesse was coming, she was like, I, I didn't know like how to like, how to react because like, she was like, I never talked to him. She was like, I d- didn't really know him like at all. So she was like, I didn't know how it was going to go. Like someone that I don't know coming and staying in my house. <laughs> Definitely weird. Um, but now she's like, she she loves you she loves you like so it's it's awesome and this wasn't like a one night thing like this we were there for like five days or something it's like a week we were at her house yeah for like five days and then we went to danny's for three jeez yeah it's crazy it was a good trip though that was really fun had a good time yeah peter you want to talk to us about just growing up how you how you were brought up sure i could go on um feel free so yeah i was from from i'm not from again i'm from like i guess the suburbs of st louis like i live 20 minutes from downtown st louis i live in st charles st charles missouri um i went to catholic school for 13 years of my life Um, that's a long time kindergarten through high school yeah um i grew up in a very catholic family like my parents very by the book christians um I was not a fan of high school. Like, I didn't really like my high school. I, everyone that I went, like, a lot of people, I was just, I did not have friends at my high school when I grew up. Like, 
Uh, most of the people that I was friends with were people from my grade school that went to public schools. But as far as high school, and I tried to just like fly under the radar because I just like my my school was named Duchenne, and all like the surrounding schools said Duchenne douchebags, um, and it was very fitting for most of the people that went there because it was just like a bunch of assholes that went there. Um, I yeah, and yeah, so that was like kind of like my entire childhood was like in this tiny bubble of conservative like christian shove it down your throat like that was kind of like my whole upbringing um and so that's why i like really wanted to leave as soon as i could when it came to college but um i didn't i stayed at community college to save some money because i could go for free um but that was like that in itself was a huge like game changer for me just like when it comes to like me as like a person because that was a public school. It was the first public school I ever got to experience was community college. And it's also in uh it was Flow Valley, which is in Ferguson in Missouri, which is I'm not sure if you're aware if you're I don't if you know about the Ferguson riots and stuff oh, yeah. that happened I a couple years ago. There's a couple places by the name of Ferguson. Um, I've I know the Ferguson riots. But yeah. that's like in just in a different area than I'm from. Like I'm from white suburbia, like is where I grew up. Um I didn't know. I like it was just a different world, and so it was nice to like see all these different people, like people not really giving a fuck about who you are or whatever. Um, yeah, and so when I I'm I'm gay, and that's not a big deal to me. Like it it really isn't. Like to me, sexuality is whatever. Like I was never planning on coming out, but when I was at home, I did come out to my parents. What like my first year of community college because I ended up dating someone. Um, and yeah, like that was, that was like a whole thing that I struggled with just throughout my entire childhood. Um, because I knew I was, but like growing up in a place where it's not accepted and like, whatever, it's very, um, I don't know. Like in high school, I was, I, no one like knew, like I, people knew, but I didn't come out to anyone in high school because it was something that like, I didn't think I needed to, like, first of all, it's no one's fucking business. And, you know, like it, it really isn't, um, and so in high school, like I said, I just kind of flew into the radar. I was only friends with girls. Like I played sports, but like the guys in my high school were just, like I said, I was not friends with any of them except like one, the, the one guy in band who also happens to be gay. And like he, I knew like people picked on him. I was like, that's not who I'm trying to be. I don't want to be that person. I don't want people to see me as that. So I just kind of try to not make it happen in high school. Um, and yeah, then so once I finally left, I had never like planned on ever coming out to my parents or anything. Um, but I did because I was living at their house and I was in a relationship with someone and all this stuff. Um, and it just like, it wasn't really what I had hoped for. Um, I knew like, I knew that it wouldn't be a good reaction. It was better than I expected, but it wasn't something that I would go back and do the same thing like if i could go back i wouldn't have done it because it really? just emotionally and mentally it was not a good thing i guess like that's yeah that's very much me as a person that like made me into who i am today and like whatever but i wanted to kind of talk about like sexuality i guess like in itself because to me it's really like i think sexuality is very much a very like fluid like fluid type of thing um but also i don't really like i know a lot of people who I feel like that they let their sexuality define them. Um, like it's their identity. And where like they, like, yeah, it's they, exactly. They make it their entire which, identity. Yeah. But to me that, 
that is like the smallest part of my yeah, identity. Is, I, I'm kind of um, the same page. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't have to base the rest of your personality based on your sexuality. Like you can just do whatever you want. Exactly. Make your own person. Yeah, and it's such like a little thing. Like I feel like people think that it's like, yeah, exactly. I like that's all it is. Is I know people who it's like they're like, oh, I'm gay, and if you don't like that, then whatever. And like, okay, like that's okay. But to me, it's just like I. It's so much like I'm so much more than that. And so to me, I, like growing up there, that's like what people heard that about you, and they stuck that label on you, and like that's it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I guess I really didn't have any straight friends either. Like grow, like I know that's such like a cliche thing to say, like oh, like I don't have any straight friends, like, but I didn't. Um, growing up, so it was just like, I, I don't know, like it was weird. Like that's I'm, I'm also very like standoffish. Like Jesse is probably one of the first straight guy friends I've had in a very long time that I would say I'm like a good friend with. Yeah, and that's awesome. Um, well, yeah. So that's I I don't really know. What so to look I mean, I guess the thing that I'm thinking about is like that's that's kind of the problem with how people perceive lgbtq is like like you said like people stick that label to you like you like i guess what i'm saying is people call you the gay guy when really like that's the that's the least thing that you are like there's so much more and that's when everyone like i guess it's more of conservative it's the conservatives or whoever whatever doesn't matter but people put those labels on and then that's your only label because it's so relevant in lgbtq or you know politics or how you're how you're perceived as a person and it just sucks because it's hard to it's hard to establish guidelines for it it's hard to like tell people how to feel about it or like how you want to feel about it or how they should feel about it like there's there's a right and a wrong to it but you also can't control everyone's um everyone's attitude or perception to it did that play a role in like so are you religious still are you a catholic Oh yeah, we can get into this. So yeah, I, I am, no. I would say no. I would I wouldn't consider myself Catholic or even like Christian at this point. Um, I don't go to church anymore. Um, I yeah, it, it's it was a lot because like being at, like at such a young, it's like growing up with it is one thing, and like having it like thrown at you your entire life and just like being told what you need to believe what is whatever it comes to the point where like even when i was attending mass weekly like even when i was in college like community college i would still go oh really every sunday like my entire up until i went to scad i went to church every sunday that's crazy Um, to me and even after the fact of me like kind of really because that's when i was in community college is when i realized that like i was only going because it was expected of the guilt that i had because like that i have built up over the years like my parents like i still live with my parents my parents would be on me about it like the guilt of like not going and just like being told like you need to go every sunday if you don't go every sunday like that's not like that's not good um so i was like just going and like i'd go and i'd just sit there and not listen like i that was my entire childhood too is like i'd go to church and not pay attention at all because like i go ever all the time it's not doesn't mean anything to me at this point um and i the more i was going it was just like i was just like this is really not something that i think that i want to be around this is not something that i agree with like why am i even showing up to this anymore um and like my parents know that like i don't go to church and stuff but i mean there's obviously they're still trying to like bring me back and whatever but it's it's definitely like yeah i I, to answer your question straight up no i wouldn't consider myself like catholic or even like christian anymore because it's just like 
Well, yeah, it, it's been like yeah. you see, it just it means a whole lot less when you're forced to do something. And I I instantly think of religion for anyone like exactly. Like, so I don't know if you listened to our episode with our friend Griffin, but he he's goes mm-hmm. to Colorado Christian University and he's a Christian. And we've talked. I've had so many conversations just outside the podcast about religion with him, and it it really like it does get under my skin when I hear about parents forcing their kids to go to church because not only are they not free to have their own thoughts about whether they believe it or not, they're forced to right away. They don't have a freedom to mm-hmm. explore other you know science. If it's I honestly think science because science versus religion, but. Like, first off, the problem with religion to me is there's so many religions. There's no way they're all right, and there's no way that only one of them is right. So I'm thinking, like, they're all wrong. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking in my head, at least. Mm-hmm. And when you hear about kids from, like, small towns, so you're from a suburb of a city, you're not from a small town, like, you know, probably not, right? What's, what, like, what was the, like, the population of your town or, like, graduating class, like? Oh, <laughs> well, because <laughs> well, I went to private school, my graduating class was tiny, but there's, oh, there's okay. a lot of people, like, there's a lot of people where I'm from. Okay. Um, well, like, whereas population, but, like my graduating class was like 70 people. <laughs> oh, okay. But you're pop, but you're the whole, like, I'm sure the public schools but, were much bigger then. Yeah. They were, there's so many schools in my area. Well, there's yeah. kids, you know, in small towns. Like I know people, um, from towns out, like from, let's say, it's a small town in Wisconsin. I can't remember it, but this girl I know, her graduating class was 30 people, and the population of her town was, like, 500 people. So, like, yeah, she doesn't know, she doesn't know, like, you know, which way's up, which way's down in the rest of the world. Yeah. So she's, I know she's religious, and I know that she's very traditional, and, like, she's she's engaged right now, and mm-hmm. she's my, she's our age, she's 21, or 22, yeah. or whatever, and she's been forced into religion her whole life and i've never talked about religion with her but i'm sure that she never really explored anything else and there's kids that are in those towns that they have these crazy thoughts in their head that aren't that crazy those crazy thoughts are like what if this isn't real what if this is bullshit what if there's something else there's science there's like evolution whatever it is and they're told that if you have these other thoughts that you're going to hell and that you're a sinner when really you should be questioning it like why would you not want to live in a world where you can question anything and everything why should you be told that there's a set line of religions and like traditional traditions and whatever it is that you have to abide by in your whole life and in the eternal life if there is one like there's so much bullshit that goes into it to tricking kids in their childhoods to just instantly be christians or instantly be catholics and like just have blind faith and it it actually you can probably tell by how motivated i am in this conversation that it does get under my skin when i think the last thing i'm gonna do is tell my kid oh yeah every sunday for the rest of your life you have to be at this place like that's yeah exactly it's ridiculous well that's that's something that i think is like really interesting is a lot of the people that i know that i went to high school with and it's weird because I've, i've gotten to know a lot of the people i went to high school with um, that I weren't, I wasn't friends with, but like they're a lot different now than they were in high school. So it's like they've changed a lot, oh, yeah. and I'm like, I'm, I'm good friends with some people that I went to high school with, um, and a lot of the people I went to high school with are kind of in the same boat as me, just as like they, they're no longer like practicing, and I, I don't have anything against Christianity or anything because I know great people who are Christians, but they kind of do it on their own yeah. time, and like they Catholics decided the to do that themselves. They're hardcore. And ca- yeah. exactly that's the thing is ca- Catholicism is so different than every other kind of Christianity and so much more like intense that it's like it, I, like that Catholicism in itself is really what I don't agree yeah, with they're, they're- and just like I have a lot of like qualms with but I know so many people who are at different how are different um, like types of Christians that are beautiful people and like 
they i'm glad that like they find so much guidance and everything yeah. through that but they did it themselves is the thing it's like they got when they go out of their way like they were never forced to do anything they all kind of found it themselves and i'm really like happy for them for mm-hmm. that but i just didn't have that experience so christians it's like, are more at ease they're much more peaceful in my experience at least yeah. for the people our age yeah. like maybe not the old like i think just mm-hmm, boomers yeah. are kind of like instantly hardos with religion or in <laughs> yeah. no regard to anyone else's feelings but like that's just our religion of people of older age but like christians like griffin for example it's just down-to-earth guy like he doesn't even consider himself religious he says he's a follower of christ which means he really just yeah i shouldn't put words in his mouth but i'm pretty sure it's like he just follows the scripture of what G- how jesus says mm-hmm. you should live your life and i get that like it's kind of guidelines for like people do that with literature in general but <clears throat> the like the catholics I went to one Catholic funeral once and it was extremist and I was uncomfortable. <laughs> but like, if you go to, it's, it's so like funny seeing people go to a Catholic, like people who have even gone to church, but not Catholic <gasps> church, like for the first yeah. time, they're like, what is going it's, on? It's a cult, bro. It's, it's re- <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Like, and you grow up with that and that's just like normal. Like to me, like that's literally just what everyone experiences at any type of service yeah, that they go never. to for, for mass. Like, or for church or anything like that's my that's what i think of it so to me i'm like i don't want to go to that like i don't it's it's crazy yeah i just want to backpedal a little bit here going back onto kind of sexuality um and how it like defines people there's i remember back in community college when i went to clc me leo richard and a few other friends we'd refer to each other as babe right and for a lot of people, like when they hear us call each other babe, like they get uncomfortable. If you call somebody babe, they get uncomfortable. If you're not like oh. intimate with that person, they like, they don't know how to react or like how to respond. And I feel like that kind of goes into kind of like your identity and how you perceive yourself. But there's words that, like as a person, I was uncomfortable saying. Like the word absolutely. I used to never say that word. I used to just think that I cannot say that word. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if you guys have any idea what wait, can I'm you, talking can you explain about right to now. Your, wait, what do you mean you couldn't say the word absolutely? Like I could pronounce the word. I could say it. But I would never <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you use that the word. in conversation. <laughs> but because, now you do use it in conversation? Because saying the word absolutely almost had like, a fruitful amount of exuberance, right? Like absolute, like you just oh, it's so like it's over almost like it's too extravagant. Yeah, and I'd be like, nice. That was but me now, back in the day. But right? now, I'm dude, like, absolutely. Yeah, dude, use all of the vocabulary you got flowing around in your head. You can use any words you want. I think. Thanks, um, man. But like, I need you to say that. I I kind of I've had kind of similar experiences with the whole like your babe story. I can't really think mm-hmm. of, of a different word. I know it wasn't the word babe, but like. There'd be ways where, like, me and my, like, friends, like, we address each other as, like, oh, like, sweetie, like, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's, like, it's not like we're we're, mim- we're mocking or, like, doing anything. Like, mm-hmm. I genuinely, like, I just love my friends and I'm going to use loving words towards them. So, like, I don't get why that makes other people uncomfortable or why it's considered, like, first off, yeah. just F off. Like, get out, like, mind your own business. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter regardless. Another thing that I wanted to talk about travel now instantly when i want to talk about travel we've talked about going to dubai for example uh it was me peter and our friend perry in a call at the time 
I was like, Dubai would be so cool. We could the Airbnbs are sick. They're like not too expensive. But I'm a straight white male and it's a shitty world we live in, but with like a female and somebody who doesn't identify as somebody who is heterosexual, it could be a completely different experience in different locations of the world. Oh, Dubai right? is just like that. Like they very like misogynistic and yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. shit about yeah. Dubai. <laughs> but but I mean there's a lot of places in the Middle East and this kind of ties back into religion and not I necessarily like the Middle East, but a lot of like European countries are even still very religious. Well and if you think about it, if, that's I mean, that's just that's something that's a thing in America too. Like in the South, like yeah, you can go there but it's not as accepting as somewhere else in America would be. That's the same thing in Europe and Asia, I'm sure. Right? Is that is that what you mean? Like like it's it's the region that you're at that matters. It's the same thing in the U.S. Like overall acceptance. Yeah, to an extent. I feel like it. it there's. It's definitely more. Uh, there's acceptance versus almost like risk. Oh oh. I feel like okay. it could be dangerous to travel to some parts oh, of the world. Okay, so yeah, no, okay, it's definitely more yeah. extravagant in Dubai. But also on that note, it's like with me, like I could. Like I, I know like the like everything I just said about whatever is like very upsetting and whatever. Like my, like being being gay could be one thing, but like I am also like a white male. So like and I could, like being gay is also something that I could hide. Like if I wanted to, I could hide that part of myself, and let nobody know. So I could easily like, like I I could travel somewhere. Like I could just. You could I could just, play, just be you could do play where straight people week, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah exactly like i could dress completely different than how i do and just act like it but like you said like with women like they can't yeah they can't change that like if you're a person of color you can't change that there's like so many other things that like people have it so much harder this is all i'm trying to say yeah yeah <laughs> like, you can hide it traveling like that like I, luckily like i have that privilege like i mean white privilege and then on top of that like the privilege to be able to be like oh yeah well if i don't want to appear like i am am a part of the lgbt community then you don't have to i don't have to like we i, also like, I, I can make it, it seem yeah. like i'm not exactly yeah and like i shouldn't yeah i shouldn't have to but like i could yeah if, if it for whatever reason i felt like i needed to yeah yeah oh totally yeah, i never even thought about that but so when you're traveling abroad how do you decide where you want to go because i've like think about it you really know close to nothing about this place like if you're deciding on even just traveling to a new like state in the U.S. that you've never been to before, like you like you can look up pictures and like look up reviews just the same way you can new countries, but you really have no idea what you're walking into when you get there. Usually, you have, might have an itinerary, but you don't know what the people are like. You don't know what the the food is like. You don't know what you're gonna experience and like the problems you're gonna endeavor. But there's a lot that comes at you fast when you travel abroad. I've heard. So, uh. Jason, I'd like to take this one if I can. Yeah, um, you've traveled abroad, so go for it. Yeah, once, uh, not not too extravagantly, but um, so I go on to like Google Flights, right? And I spin the globe until I find <laughs> the cheapest price that is the furthest away from where I'm currently at. <laughs> That's a great that tactic. And see who wants to come with me that week. So is oh, is this something we're gonna actively start doing? Um, yeah, uh, maybe, may maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's actually that's what you should. That's actually what I did the two times that I went. Not the not the exact same situation, <laughs> it but it was like, like cheapest flight. It was very much just like on a whim. Yeah, like it was I like with that. 
very like when I so I went to Ireland once I went to Ireland with my sister that's the first time I went abroad was the it was New Year's Eve is when our flight was into Ireland it was awesome um but she was like it was like in like September she was like oh we should go somewhere because she had just studied abroad and she just wanted she was a fiend she wanted to go everywhere and she was like we should just go somewhere and she was like well if we buy the tickets we have to go and no one can tell us we can't (laughs) so we were like okay let's find a date they were the cheapest on New Year's Eve we bought it and then we that's all we did like we bought it in like September and we're like okay cool see you then plan it later like that's that's all we need <clears throat> and then my dad in like in like November he was like hey what is this this $300 charge to your <laughs> to your bank account and I was like oh I, I'm going to Ireland with Maggie in a month <clears throat> and he was like what and we were like I mean what are you gonna do like we already bought the tickets yeah. I'm not returning it um so that's how we that's how we decided that and then, then we met this girl when we were in Ireland um on like a day trip and she lived in San Francisco this is a girl I was telling you about with like the hillbilly thing from Louisiana uh, her name's Miriam she's a beautiful soul um but then so we met her for like a day we literally met her for like 24 hours that was it um I ended up going to San Francisco and staying with her for a week to go to a music festival the following October but then she randomly texted us texted us in December and I was like hey guys there's cheap flights to Paris um in February if you guys want to go and like I was still in school but I was like fuck it like I, I was like why why would I not buy a cheap flight to Paris so that day like i was i was gonna go like steak and shake or something i was like driving and i bought the ticket and i was like okay well maggie buy the ticket we're gonna go to paris so and then when it came up at school i was like my i told my teacher i was like i'm going to paris for a week and a half is that okay and she was like <laughs> it was a photography class she was like take pictures she was like that'd be fucking awesome take pictures so hell, hell yeah. i ended up working out and it was just such like a on a whim type of a thing that i feel like that's just what you got to do that's that's something that especially at this age like just Say fucking go. And people are like, oh, I've got school. I've got this. Exactly. Your professors are the most understanding people a lot of the time. Dude, And they're yeah. like, thank God. Yeah, get out of here. Do you remember you know? how our Save high school world. teachers would tell, like, what they would exclaim college to be like? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, you just wait till college. Oh they God. won't accept this kind of work. And it's like, bitch. Okay, first off, remember when we had to learn cursive? Oh my god, what a waste of <laughs> time. I was going to say, this what is every grade. Every grade, it's the same. But thing. also, just like, papers, or projects, or like, tests, or like, attitude in class. Like, every teacher is telling you, you just wait till college. See it, like, and it's like, oh my god, in my college classes, like, I all my teachers cuss. All my teachers uh, encourage criticism. All my teachers are cool with anything, as long as you are respectful. Like, you're respectful and you you try your best and it's like that's all you got to do as long as you like obviously do, actually do shit don't be like an alcoholic and like not go to class like you got to do shit <laughs> you got to work but like don't call you me can <laughs> but you can have your own opinion and you can do it differently like they like teachers love that they want you to do your own stuff and have your own values and like act differently than what they're used to whether or not it's in lines with them with their with their beliefs or not like um i've had a couple philosophy classes or history classes Mm -hmm. where they really do encourage you to bring new ideas to class every day and it's like in high school they tell you oh yeah you're gonna be in a or at least i remember in high school they told us like oh you're gonna be in a 200 person lecture class and your teacher's not gonna have the time of day to tell you any (laughs) or answer any of your questions you're just gonna have to go and read the textbook and you're gonna have to go and figure it on your own it's like are you kidding my teachers when i email teachers they are ecstatic that i reached out to them and want more and want more advice or more criticism or like 
am, am seeking more. Like, like why the hell are we telling our high school um, students that their education in college is going to be lame and like, like the way that they perceive it in high school? Like, I, it was definitely kind of intimidating the way that teachers explain uh, explain it. Like, it's going to be some crazy like, like uh, I don't know, fucking camp you know yeah i I think i have a pretty niche college experience like going from like a community college to like an art school yeah you definitely but i feel like they portray every single class that everybody's gonna have when they go to college to be just a lecture hall 300 person lecture hall no contact with any faculty get through there get your work done get out yeah and it's just so much more than that it's oh, it's so much more. Like, did our high school teachers even go to college? Like, like <laughs> what? Where are they getting this information? I like. They went to all the state schools. That's totally, a, yeah. So oh, the damn state, the damn state schools. <laughs> I'm at a state and school. <laughs> at, when I was at community college, almost every one of my teachers had a doctorate's degree, and if they didn't, they had a master's degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, SCAD. same same for me, but Jeez. actually, at I don't SCAD, know about Harper. But here, most people yeah. just have bachelors. Really? But they're also, they're in the art field and they're probably working in in the industry. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, it's weird how college works. Like, you might have a professor that teaches uh, economics is a good example. But they're not an economist. They just studied economics in college and then got their PhD so they can teach economics. But really, they've Mm -hmm. never worked as an economist. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. Like, where where did you get this experience work then, buddy? Yeah. It's very valuable to have somebody who has that higher level degree. Totally. Oh yeah. It's not like it's not like getting your PhD is easy. Like, ah, oh, some of my professors <clears throat> suck, and they just have zero compassion for just students in general. Yeah. Having That's somebody who has that doctorate's degree, very often they they really know like the ins and outs of schooling and how everything works, and I feel like they're a little bit more understanding. You ever but, looked up your professor's salaries? I couldn't find them for SCAD because it's oh, private. Oh, they're private. I looked up mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Oh, it's it's crazy. But it's also, there's some that earn five times more than other professors. And, like, I don't know if it's full-time, part-time, like, what it is. But, like, I've got this one professor that I looked up. And he's definitely one of my smartest teachers I've got. And he makes almost 150K. But then my, like, other great professor that I have great conversations with, and she works in the industry and digital marketing – she makes a third of what he makes. I'm like, what? What? What is she doing different that he is doing? And I'm, I'm thinking it might just be their education level because I'm pretty sure he has his master's and she doesn't. It could be how long that they've been teaching there because I know at a lot of institutions they he's have like definitely a fixed... been there like 30 years and she's been yeah. there like 10. So yeah, they've got like a fixed rate of uh, salary growth per year. Yeah. So, um, Jason, have you ever been to St. Louis? No, but uh, so my brother. I'll just give a real quick background. My brother uh, had a startup that was ran out of my dad's basement for three years, and one of the guys that moved into the basement, there was like six of them. Uh, one of them was from St. Louis, and my brother and another guy went and visited and said St. Louis was a lot of fun, though. So I've never been. Nice. Okay, well, so you mentioned last week how you like going to taco places when you travel. I love it, yeah. Um, I agree 100%. I Everywhere I go, I always try to find a taco yeah. place. Um, but there's this place in St. Louis. It's a chain that's only in Missouri. It's called Mission Taco. It's called the Mission Taco Joint. Um, 
they have like three, four locations, I think, in the St. Louis area, and then they have two in Kansas City. Uh, hands, down. hands down, my favorite taco place ever. Dude, um, hell yeah. I, I, I might be biased because I've been going there for years, but it's just like, the it, I can't explain it. It's just like the greatest experience. It's the like authentic people. tacos like, too. It's consistent. Like it's, it's just all around the board. Just See, I, I want more of these call outs because I know I'm going to be going places for the next 10 years in my 20s where I'm getting tacos all around the country. And <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I have recommendations from people. So Mission Taco, I'll start, I'll make a list because I've got yeah. like a thousand notes in my oh, phone. Definitely. But Mission Taco is great. Have you ever had Rusty Taco? No, I so I first got Rusty Taco in Minneapolis, and then uh, I was in Dayton, Ohio, and they had it there, also. And Rusty Taco, as of right now, is I think my favorite tacos that I've ever had. Um, when if I'm looking at the Mission Taco website, pretty similar in a, in the overall aspect of um, how they how they present their food, and then Rusty Tacos also got some great margaritas. <laughs> I could vouch okay. for Mission Taco. Yeah. It is delicious. And Pierre, didn't you say Madison Beer was there? Like after a concert <gasps> there? Oh yeah. I like I, love I her. actually ran into Madison Beer at Mission Taco after her concert. No way. Uh we got a pic we got a picture with her. Yeah. It was crazy. That's it was so weird. It wait, was, how how old was this? How long ago was this? This was it was fairly recently. I mean I think it was the summer of twenty eighteen. Okay. So she wasn't as big as she is now, but she was still Relevant. No, she was she wasn't huge, but I mean she had she's big enough to have yeah, her she own had concert. Concerts, like yeah. her EP had dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was crazy because we were leaving. Like we went there after the concert, just whatever. It was me, my friend Carly, and my friend Jasmine, and we're walking back. Like we're leaving the restaurant, we're walking back, and my friend Carly had we bought, all bought T-shirts, and my friend Carly was wearing her T-shirt. And as we're walking back, I see someone just like freaking out in the window, and like she, Carly already passed by, and I like look over, I'm like, what was this person? Like pointing, she like pointed at my friend, and then like pointed to herself, and I was like, and I was like, what the? Fu-? I was like, Carly, get back here! This is no medicine. way. And she was like, wa- she didn't like come out, but it was like through the glass. She was like waving to us, and she's talking to us, and we got a selfie with her. That's so. so cool. It was sweet. It was like really. It was just like a very like wholesome moment that we were just like, what? the So fu-? I think the celebrities like, are on the same game as us. They're checking out all the tacos around too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would say if she's at Mission Taco, it yeah. To, all right. Well, well, you know there I mean? there isn't one. You had it when you were in St. Louis, then Jesse. Yeah, delicious. Oh, it's only Missouri. It's only St. Louis and Kansas City, but we'll be oh, we'll be making a trip from Chicago to St. Louis in December. So, I I sometimes go through Kansas. I've been through Kansas City twice, but I might have to stop when I go to Kansas City if that is before because I visit friends in Lawrence, Kansas. But it's a, it's a different vibe. I'm not gonna lie, in Kansas. City. Oh yeah, it's the the one that I go to. Just the one in St. Charles is the best. I I've been to every location. Well, you you have a connection to it also. I do have a very close con- – well, because, okay, so what they used to do before COVID was after 10, tacos were $2, $2 tequila shots. Oh. So it was like I'd get off work at 10 and nice. I'd go there and just – we'd fucking smash. Like it was just the best the best thing ever. Um, that sounds amazing. That's definitely my scene. Yeah. And I, I actually – when I came back to Savannah, I emailed the company and I was like, hey – savannah would be great if you guys made a location here i love it and the ceo actually emailed me back and he was like hey like i've been to savannah it's beautiful there he's like i'll definitely like keep it in mind for no future, way like, future expansion and i was like sweet 
That's really cool. Um, I've heard of people doing that with other restaurants, like giving recommendations for new locations. Because mm-hmm. it's hard for like the CEO or whoever it is that's in charge of new new restaurants or whatever the company is to like recruit new areas that are going to thrive exactly. for their business. And yeah. they definitely kind of probably appreciate when they get call outs from people in those areas. Yeah, I would love it. They would do great, especially because here Savannah's everything's open. Like they just started that $2 taco thing. That'd be insane. Um, curious question for both of you. So you might have a different answer from Madison Beer, but who is the number one celebrity that either of you have met before? A name that most people would know. Is Madison Beer yours, Peter? Is there someone else? I think Madison Beer is probably it. At the time, she probably wasn't as crazy as people think of her now, for sure. But now when you hear Madison Beer, everyone's like, yeah. Who's yours, Jason? Um... Do either of you happen to know the artist Kiara? Yeah. Like K-I-I-A-R-A? Um, yeah. Yeah. So that is one of my good friend's stepsister. Really? And yeah. So I met her before she was even like that big. She, That's crazy. What's, what's her like really, a really popular song? I can't remember now for some reason because it's been a while since I listened right to her. Now. Yeah, check it. But um, so my good friend Danny, that's his mom's boyfriend's daughter. And uh, I met her when I was probably like, 15 ish at like their family lake house in wisconsin that's crazy yeah but then other than her i met brent seabrook who's a defensive man for the blackhawks and other than him i can't think of another one i really have no idea who i've met (laughs) i'm listen like i'm just terrible with like actors and stuff like that like joe jonas is in savannah right now he could walk right past (gasps) me sit next to me at a restaurant i'd have no idea that he was there oh i thought you meant he's actually in savannah Oh, no, he, he is. is in Savannah. I, I, oh, I actually, I actually had that experience. I walked right by him the other day. Wait, why um, is he in Savannah? He's filming a movie. No way, that's sick. He's been here for like three months. Like it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. Wait, is Sophie so Turner there too with him? Yeah, she, that's 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 how I recognized him because <gasps> I was like, oh, this girl's outfit is kind of cool. And then I was, oh, she's I like bougie. made eye contact with both of them with both of them, and and I was like, oh fuck. I was like, I'm not going to call you guys out. I was like, I'm not going to call you out in the middle of this park right now. But oh, I love Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, but I rig- I love Sophie Turner just because of Game of Thrones, and she's just so cool. But um, that's so crazy. I didn't know they were there. That's awesome. you got to mm-hmm. go find them, Jesse, and tell them to give me a shout-out. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, when me and Peter were in Miami, we were getting lunch with um, our friend Nico, and we're at like this random like Cuban place that he brought us to. And <laughs> we sit down at the table. Like, it doesn't seem like that crazy of a place. Sit down. And right when Nico sits down, his eyes glow. His jaw drops. And he's like, he starts breathing really fast. He, like, he freezes. He's like yeah. sweating. You know, it's like, oh, my God. He, he's the biggest basketball fan ever. Like, in, the biggest Who fan was that there? I've ever met. Was it Jimmy Butler? I don't know who it was. It it was an ex-Miami player, though, for the Miami Heat, and he Dwayne was freaking Wade. out. No, it wasn't Dwayne Wade. I don't know who it was. Okay, well, you got to find out and let me know. Wait, but so he was there? Did you guys talk to him or no? Uh, Nico talked to him. Oh, like, I, don't, okay. I don't know who this guy is. Who, who he is, I'm not going to go up to Dude, him. Dude, like, basketball oh, stands, like ba- people that freak over basketball, the stands of basketball, they're like, I think they're some of the craziest uh, sports fans. Mm-hmm. Same hockey, hockey too, yeah. Um, I would say hockey too. 
At least in the St. Louis, the Blues, I don't know why. Oh, it's like that for the Blackhawks, too, the and the Bruins, and yeah. the Lightning. Like, it's it depends how good the team is, for sure. But, um, yeah, because hockey players are total badasses, and people go crazy for them. <laughs> and same with basketball, because yeah. they're... The thing with basketball is the sport is... is or the athletes are made out as celebrities, whereas, like, if you hear about an O-lineman for a football team, no one knows who the fuck they are, whereas most basketball players, their name is well-known. Yeah. Back to, I, I think this could be a, a quick little segue into, uh, like, music in general when you when you start talking about, like, Kiara and Madison Beer and stuff. Have you ever been to, like, a music festival? Yeah. Country Thunder. Okay. Can, Jesse, I know you've been to Country Thunder. <laughs> oh, have you been country, to, I hate it. I, I've been to Country Thunder. Jason, I hated Country I'm Thunder. I'm this towards Jason. Boy. I've been to Country Thunder. I didn't like Country Thunder. I'm not the biggest country fan. I sometimes enjoy it, like, with the right crowd. <laughs> but I don't want to go to country concerts. That's for sure. I've been to Lollapalooza three times. I've been to this thing called Big Jam, which is another Chicago thing that's uh, at United Center. And then I've been to a couple of like other separate concerts. But the main festivals I've been to is either Lollapalooza and Big Jam. Okay. Are you a big like? So do you like going to concerts? Or do you? I mean, I haven't been to like, a concert in. I saw ACDC live too, though. That was at United Center, and that was probably the best concert I've nice. ever been to. Um, but I, I definitely was much bigger into concerts in high school because I had just had way more free time. Um, but mm-hmm. recently, no, it's been a while. But I would like to go to more concerts for sure because I've definitely explored so much music in the past year, two years. Like, like just new varieties of music, new artists that I like, never thought I would get into. Like, there, I have so much more knowledge on music now and like uh, kind of a library of artists that I would like really enjoy and would like to see. But just got to get there and be able to... Yeah. spend the money on the concerts all right have you been seen in con or have you been to concerts recently or like were you going to concerts a lot before covid no i i, I mean not yeah before covid i was very much it, it's it's savannah sucks when it comes to concerts there's no venues like you would think there would be but there's no concert venues so or anything. well it's not um, a city that's the thing i mean i don't have concerts in oshkosh either yeah um but it's but yeah in st louis but st louis the scene in st louis from like concerts like st louis is a major city so that's where like everyone would hit everyone would hit st louis when they're going on tours and stuff but i just love like nothing to me compares to the experience of like being at like a live what genre of music Um, comes to mind it's like um so i'm i love going to like edm yeah. like that's definitely the kind of concerts that i i think the they're most. the coolest concerts um, to go to for sure rap concerts suck in my opinion I, I agree. Uh, edm's dope yes. rock is dope and like those are the only two edm and rock is like the ones i actually yeah. enjoy who's who's like an edm artist that you think is i agree a fun venue or like just to listen to in general um so i would love to see this guy named porter i've robinson. seen porter robinson i would love to see him live i haven't um but Probably one of the most magical, like, I've seen Odessa like, three or four Odessa's times. Dope. That is, like, if if you ever had the chance, you need to yeah. you need to do that. Like, I, just magical. It's, like, it's crazy. Like The, the visuals. The, I, I don't know. The visuals and just everything. She's got like, a, like, it's concerts? euphoric. Her music is meant to, meant to, like, engage feelings of euphoria. And my brother's roommate, like, kind of explain it to me because he's a huge odessa fan he'll probably be on the podcast kind of soon yeah. but he's like he's seen odessa like 10 times and he's like always raving they're about his experience amazing. they are really cool they yeah they're insane they're insane just like music festivals in general it's like i like 
I was thinking about this. Well, when, yeah, I was thinking about skydiving again because I have also been skydiving. I went skydiving this past year for the first time. Right. Amazing, just like it's just like indescribable. Like like the feeling yeah. you get, like when you do it. Um, it's almost like it's like almost like a feeling of like bliss, like of like like you get like this terror at first. Like to me, I wasn't, I never, I didn't have any fear going into it. Neither I was, did like, I. Just so interesting enough. For it. Yeah. Um, and no, I got, I feel like if you're excited for it, cause I, I went with my sister and her friend and her friend was like freaking out. Her friend like peaked the night before, <laughs> like she was freaking out about it. And my sister had gone multiple times already, but I was like, I was yeah. just excited. And then so like, there was like one instant where I was like, damn, like I'm falling out of a plane. But other than that, I was just like, the anticipation insane, is there, but, I would, but you're just like, I'm not going to exactly. back out. I'm jumping out of this fucking plane. It's a yeah. very no, special exactly. experience like at that point, for sure. Yeah. Like it's, it's. The way my brother described it after, he was like, it's almost like meditating because you can't think about anything else while you're doing it. Like when you're meditating, you're like focused on clearing your mind or a specific thought or just your breathing. So there's those three things usually for meditating. When you're mm-hmm. falling out of the sky, you can't think about anything other than falling out <laughs> of the fucking sky. And it's like it's it's overwhelming, but it's also blissful for sure. If you take a exactly. second to stop and screaming I- and just look at, look around, you're like, this is dope. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, yeah. this is crazy. Um, and I would like kind of equate that feeling to how that's that's how I feel at like music festivals and like concerts in general. Um, I don't like I, this. It's just like almost indescribable because it's like I'm I have I've been to music festivals and I've been on drugs. I've been drunk like I've done that, but I've also been completely sober and I felt the exact yeah. same way, if not better, because it's like everyone around you is there for the same type of thing. Like everyone is there for the same reason you're all just vibing everyone's there seeing whoever they want like i've had awful experiences at music festivals i've had great experiences at music festivals but even when i've had like the shittiest weekend of my life i I went to hang out a couple years ago and it was just awful there was just a bunch of Mm. shit going on with the people i was with and whatever it was just like a terrible weekend um but the last day the lumineers played and it was like I was with these people. I was with my ex and I was with him and his sister and all her friends. And it was just like, I wanted to leave. I wanted uh-huh. to come home, but I was trapped there. And I was just like, we're all just like sitting on the towel. Just like, it's been a weekend. And we're the last there. days are exhausting. And this girl. Yeah. And it was so exhausting. But then there was this girl that was there with like two or three of her friends and she was up and dancing and she like, we made eye contact and she like grabbed my uh-huh. hand, and pulled me up and pulled me away from them. And it was just like, just like the greatest thing like you meet the coolest people at these concerts because everyone takes care of each other everyone wants to make sure everyone is okay i i think like everyone needs to experience some kind of thing like that in their life because even like i at the i don't know i I wouldn't say that i'm a huge extrovert um but being in like and i'm not really close i mean i'm not claustrophobic but like being in crowds like that when you're there it's it's like like you said to me it's almost like a meditation type of thing well there's a sense like, of community i mean that's like festivals. what i would equate there's it a with huge sense of community when you go to festivals for sure exactly and i just love that so i don't know that's well, why i was asking because i didn't know if you had the same kind of like experiences i just wanted to so see. i oh i could definitely is that what you felt at country thunder jesse um it, i mean it's a little different everybody's just kind of mad and drunk um <laughs> But dude, Country Thunder is a fucking all, shit show. <laughs> all in all, you know, you have a good time. You, they've got a little amusement park rides and stuff. But I, I do want to disclaimer for the viewers: I have gone to other things other than Country Thunder. Okay? <laughs> uh, 
I attended a lot of rock festivals in my days. Oh, yeah, you did. I forgot you would go to those. Yeah. I used to go to, like, Uproar Fest all the time. I went to, like, the 95 Will Rock Fest. I went to see Avenged Sevenfold and Metallica a couple years ago. So, So, yeah. uh, My experience with music festivals is, like you said, like, everyone's there to, like, help each other, right? That was was those the words you used? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So at Lala though, at Lollapalooza, <laughs> okay, Lala's fuck, dude. That. Like, it's just a bunch of idiots from high school around the Chicagoland area that venture to the city to act like half-wit dumbasses for the weekend or for four days, and it's it sucks because there yeah. is people there where I mean, first off, I was those ha- that half-wit dumbass um, in high school at one point, but then like, and I got older, I was like, I just want to go. Like, I would go with my girlfriend at the time, and we would go. And just, like, do our own thing. Like, I wasn't there to get fucking obliterated and then not forget the whole experience. Like, I wanted to go there. And, like, yeah, you can, like, drink a little bit and, like, you know, mess around and have fun. But, like, don't go to just to just go and just to just go and be an idiot. Like, I wanted to go and, like, I, I love Cage the Elephant. I wanted to go and see Cage the Elephant. I wanted to see Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see Zed's Dead. I saw Porter Robinson. I saw Excision. I saw Alice in Wonderland. Like, like all these people that i really wanted to see and i'm glad that i never was like that person that was like oh my god like yeah i'm going and i'm gonna get fucked up the whole time like i'm glad that i can remember those experiences without having to like think about like like oh i threw up all over that one person or like i threw up in the porta potty don't get me wrong actually on my last the last time i went to lala on the fourth day (laughs) i got like heat exhaustion and had to get like carried out because i was actually just so dehydrated because we were like waiting yeah we we got there super early and we were like in the middle of the crowd. You you don't you run out of water. You're like I I don't want to leave the crowd because I have to get my way back in and I'm in a good spot. So I would just like stuck it out. I was like I'm gonna hang out for a while. But then you you go longer and longer and it doesn't get better. You straight up just need water. <laughs> and and then you get out finally because you're like okay this is unhealthy. I should probably take care of myself. But then I was it was too late. I was literally pale white. Uh, had to get Jeez. like. So I had to sit down, get like ice pouring on my back, and then drink a ton of water, and then I took the train home. But I guess what the overall experience for me was just like I want to go to those experiences or the, to those concerts and have those experiences with people I like, and, like people that like want to do the same thing with me, exactly. versus like just stupid crowds. I'm also just looking at this Mission Taco joint uh, menu. Oh, bro, I'm. <laughs> Like, is that the place that, like, whenever you go home, you're like, I'm going to go to Mission Taco? Oh, I go there every night. I go there every night when I go home. Whenever I'm home, I'll go there. It's the greatest. And I, because, and now I, like, I know all the workers there. They know who I am. I'm actually a guy from high school that I know that works there. Every time he sees me, he always just, he always just comps my meal. Really? He just hooks it up? It's okay. Yeah. He always does. That's so cool. Um, so I remember Um, what I was thinking. So how do you guys feel about the weekend? Not the artist. The weekend. Your Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh. Oh, I was about to go yeah, deep same. into what my feelings <laughs> were about the artist. <laughs> but, um... Jesse, you could go first. What do you mean by that? Do you... you elaborate? Like, you, is Friday a cool is the, day? It's pretty rad. <laughs> but when you hear about, like, okay, it's Friday, time to go. Like, now I can, like, escape from, like, my weekly, like schedule like do you look forward to that every week or are you like oh yes i can't wait for the weekend or are you like 
uh, I'm just going to do my usual thing like it's every other day. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to, like, you know, do my thing. I, whether you're working, whether you're doing school, like, you got to grind. Like, you know, stuff like that. Um, so right now, I've got classes Monday through Thursday. So my classes aren't that thrilling. It's normally I just throw up a Zoom meeting and I have to sit in a chair for two and a half hours at a time. So I think I get really excited about the weekend because I don't have to sit through those. However, there's a lot of my daily routine, like going to the gym, making food, um, you know, uh, I, I'm in an apartment style housing. So, you know, I'm responsible for responsible for cooking, you know, my own meals. So I make peanut butter and jelly and mac and cheese every single day, <laughs> you know, which could be straining on a young lad. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, at the moment, I I love the weekend, Jason. Okay, Peter, anything? No, like there, <laughs> just like no, like it, nothing for me because I I work I work on the weekends, so I don't really have a weekend. My like weekend is like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but even then, it's like I don't treat it any different. It's like I have class those days, so mm-hmm. I just go to class. So, but. quick thought that I kind of th- I think about on a recently regular basis is how kind of frustrating it is for like the norm in like america at least to be and for especially people in college is like the weekends here time to act out same thing with like the lala or festivals like Mm -hmm. i kind of hate it like it's like i love i love my weekday bait like my weekday schedule and i'd be fine with like i work on the weekends too but like i'd be fine with not working weekends and not like being that person that's like all right it's friday and saturday time to like drink time to go do some stupid shit like i like my process and i like my process of like grinding and like having my rituals whether it's like meditating reading working out just you know things that are good for me like i'm not like don't get me wrong i have like free time and like time where i can like sit back and relax but like i don't know i just don't love the whole college aspect of like endless drinking where like to where like that's your personality like kind of i know it's not similar but i'm kind of uh feeling the same way about it is like people kind of make their identity in college drinking like the way you're saying like people identity is being like gay or whatever it is Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of ridiculous how people like consider their personality to be someone who's drinking like that's like they're drunk or they're an alcoholic and they think it's kind of like their thing it's like it's not a thing you're actually just an alcoholic sorry to sorry to break the news to you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah what <laughs> peter's just transformed us so, so much as a human being over the past year not that he was an alcoholic but he he really enjoyed his weekends right dude don't get me wrong i i still drink it's not like it's not like it's not like i'm one i'm like someone who's like is anti-alcohol i still enjoy drinking like i'll have a drink like a few times a week but it's just to like loosen up it's not to like go get so drunk that i throw up at a bar i've never done that jesse okay relax <laughs> but you, but you've cannonballed off the stairs in front of b-fuel did you land in a pool <laughs> no i landed on concrete but i was fine i have a, we have some stories that we can see then then we can here. kind of we can have a conversation about it i'm not i don't hate you i just i no, think it's, I mean, it's an interesting it's an interesting like uh form of behavior for people See, the thing is with me, I don't think it was ever like, oh, it's the weekend. Like, let me like go get drunk, like whatever. For me, it was just kind of like a social thing. Like I, 
I, I just the thing is when I I don't know like if we're gonna go out I'm like why not just 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 fucking like go hard you know what I mean like I mean yeah. I it doesn't matter what day of the week it is like I'll do that on a fucking Monday if someone wants to do it on a Monday <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of like I I guess like I don't know like I I've never looked at like the weekend as that as like oh like let's like do all this shit like whatever I'm kind of like oh I'll do that whenever like like I'm kind of down to do anything whenever like tell me okay. to do something and I can do it. I, I should clarify. I guess I was more annoyed at the fact that, like, people live for the weekend. Yeah. Because, like, it's almost like they're that. trying yeah. to escape their life. Like, if, yeah. okay, a majority of your life is weekdays, obviously. Like, there's five weekdays, there's seven, there's two weekend days. So, majority of your life is weekdays. If you're trying to escape the majority of your life, which is the weekdays, like, yeah. that's just a sad reality. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, yeah. like, that's what I think I'm trying to get at is, like, I never looked at it like that like i've never been like oh it's the weekend like let me go do whatever like i just did it because because you wanted to do it did it <laughs> yeah exactly like why not like i'll do it whenever it's just like if that's when everyone else is gonna do it then that's when yeah. i'll do it <laughs> so then honestly then i'm not i'm not like changing my words or anything just to like form to what you're saying i, I honestly think that's fine because then you're just doing what you want to do regardless of because like that you can do that during the week whereas some people are like Oh, it's the weekend. Now I can finally, you know, do what I want to do. But you're doing it during the week, so you can, you can. But also, that's not. Want. I'm not like that. Like, like that's not that's, not, yeah, that's no. not who I, I was. I did that for the three months last year. That was oh, all that's I needed. That's, that's all I nothing. needed. And <laughs> that's <laughs> nothing. Again. People do it for all all six years <laughs> oh, that know. they are in college oh, because they can't pass that. a class because they're just fucking yeah. crazy. It was like Wednesday night. I think 9 p.m and we're all like chilling in the side room Peter's like all right i'm gonna go to a concert anybody want to come with me no <laughs> way that's yeah, sick. it, it, it was, was a subtronics a, concert. Was it like a Sub- club it was subtronics yeah Do you know who oh was? jesse yeah. tell me when you went to subtronics dude yeah. i love subtronics yeah. that's so sick because i was i i had been thinking about going for a little bit and i had there's this guy elliot that i talked to about it and i was like oh like you should no wait no i talked to jesse about it and jesse was like on the fence and i was like well i'm gonna go because i want to see this guy I don't really care. Yeah. And it was like a Wednesday. And that's why Jesse was like, oh, well, I have class tomorrow and like, whatever. And then we're sitting there. And then this guy, Elliot, walks in. And I was like, Elliot, what are you doing tonight? And he was like, ah, oh. he's like, I have homework, like, whatever. <laughs> um, and I was like, do you want to go to a concert? Because I don't want to go by myself. And he was like, ah, uh. he was like, uh. he's, like let, uh. he's like, I'll come back and I'll, I'll let you know. And like, we were leaving and I was like, Elliot, so what's the word? And he was like, he's like why not i'll go I, well i think i I told them i was like guys i'll pay for you i'll pay for you guys if you come was with it me like because, covered again in? well or so i thought tickets well there were tickets like there oh, well okay. okay so the tickets online were a price and then there was a cover that i didn't realize that there was a oh. cover. but i still paid for them because i was like you did i got you out. guys <laughs> if you're gonna come to this concert with me but it was that but that was like awesome like it was a great night we met yeah. the guy that made that song queso uh we also know. did rent the scad bikes that night to get to the concert we all biked it to club mm-hmm. elon which was a great experience we like all locked our bikes around at a stop sign or something i have a quick not movie recommendation what? for the week holy shit the worst Excuse movie me. i've seen in a while kong vs godzilla sucked ass <sighs> did you guys happen to see it probably not jesse oh my god oh my god i i'm gonna give i can recap the whole fucking movie right now all right godzilla kong don't get along long what spoiler alert yeah spoiler alert god godzilla versus kong don't get along for centuries whatever 
uh, they fight a few times. Kong wins one. Godzilla wins one. Whatever. Boom. Robot Godzilla comes in out of nowhere. Tears them the fuck up. They become friends. Team up. Beat Robot Godzilla's ass. Oh, you know Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things? She's kind of in it. And then she pours a flask of whiskey on a computer that kills Robot Godzilla. Boom. Movie over. You mean Mechazilla or Mechagodzilla? Robo. I don't know, dude. That movie sucked. First off, <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown had so much more potential. She's a great actress. If you saw Nola Holmes, that's a really cool movie. And she straight up could have had a great role, but the writing sucked, and they barely even put her in the movie. And I was really disappointed in it because that last Godzilla movie was actually pretty dope, and I hated this one so much. I'm excited to talk to Chase about this because we, we have a friend Chase who is it. the biggest like Godzilla buff out there, right? Wait, but he, did he see, he liked the new he one? He was a big fan of the new one, yeah. Oh. It's no. okay. It's all right. It's all it's right. Okay. We'll get him on the pod, and I'll, I'll <laughs> talk some sense into him. <laughs> really ripped into him on that one. Dude, I love the last one, and all the Kong movies, and all the Godzilla movies. They're great, but this mm-hmm. one was just, like, I could not get into it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Sorry, I've been a little bit out, but my room is approximately 175 degrees Fahrenheit right now. So uh, thanks for listening. Catch you guys next week. Peter, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, No. I'm good. I have nothing. No, I mean, we don't. If you want to follow, follow me on Instagram, that's it. Uh, Peter Mahalik. You can figure out how to spell it. They can figure out how to spell it. It'll be, yeah. it'll be in the description of the episode. Sure, so yeah. feel free. Yeah. Look at that. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much, Peter. Jason, anything you want to plug? So we've got a JSide Twitter that you can check out at JSide Podcast on Twitter and then on Instagram at JSide Podcast. We're going to be working on our website in the near future as well as getting on Apple Music. Um, considering all this on Spotify, you probably don't give a shit. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.